Cameo Radio. studio today with Danny Honeywine. Hi. And we've got a really special trailer for you guys and a little bit of a follow-up. It's episode number 13, The Great Reset or A Great Reform. Danny, do you want to tell us what our show's about today? So today is a bit of a follow-up to the topic um, of episode 11 and 12 about where we were looking at you know, the Great Reset versus this new establishment that we need to establish something in uh, the other direction or that isn't the Great Reset. Right. right. So what is it? And those things sound very similar. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what we're introducing the topic of. They're very similar, Mm -hmm. but they're distinctly different. We're going to be doing a three-part mini-series. We've got some PowerPoint presentations. I'm very excited about it. Yes, I'm a huge geek. I hope you're excited about it too. This is just a teaser. So we've kind of branded it, for lack of a better term, the great reform. Because it's not really a great... We're not really resisting anything. No, we we don't want to be resisting. You don't want to be trying to fight something that's a global power elite. Instead, we have to exercise a different option. So let's let's go forward in that concept. So we're going to look at um, the... The UN's Sustainable Development Goals, right? Because that's really where it tells us what it's doing. Right. And they are very clear. Yeah, they're very clear. And so we're going to go through those and we're going to kind of compare those to um, the 18 Eucadia development sectors. Right. And that's something we've spoken about and we will be speaking about more as Eucadia. Yeah, but you can draw a very distinct and obvious parallel between the two. Right. Uh, And so hopefully that will get folks thinking about this very, you know, it's a subtle difference. Very, very subtle difference. Even but it though, makes all the difference. And even though it's very clear that there's a difference there, and the UN objectives are written down, have been written down for a long time mm-hmm. in a very clear way, they seem ambiguous. Well, yeah, and we're, we'll read them out, and folks can make that judgment for themselves. I'm Absolutely. not here to tell people what to think at all. But we, we do want to kind of go back just for folks that maybe are not um, totally up to speed on history about the Reformation. So where are we coming up with this term, great reform? Mm-hmm. Well, we're talking about the Reformation. Right. And Martin Luther. Martin Luther, right? And The so, original, not you know, Jr. Not Martin Luther Jr., who also did great work, but the original Martin Luther, uh, 1500s. So what happened, the long, the real short of it, during the Reformation was a major upgrade to the human tradition. Major, major upgrade. Major upgrade. Basically the end of the feudal era. End of the feudal era. And it was in keeping with tradition, with the upgrade. So it brought everything, it brought the way of relating and the way of working as a society into better alignment at the time with leading thoughts and ideas that were evolving on on the planet. It pulled humanity out of the dark ages. I would agree. Yeah. Yeah. It led to the enlightenment. It's clear. Mm -hmm. And the Renaissance period. Right. So the Renaissance has a very nice Mm -hmm. kind of nice term. So that's where the term reform. That's why we said great reform, great reform. Great reform. Absolutely. And a reform, not like one you've ever experienced or really heard of, 
of four. This hasn't happened since then. That was the 1500s, like you were saying. Mm. And there's no way to really know it. You can only see life backwards, but you live it forwards. Absolutely. <laughs> and one of the things we can say is that we're trying to learn the best we can. I think all people are from history. So Martin Luther led thousands of people to their death mm-hmm. in order to get out of the Dark Ages. Mm-hmm. I think we can learn from that and avoid it. Right? Mm-hmm. Which is why we're always talking about Mad Max and how we don't need it. We don't need Mad Max. <laughs> Although some people would probably like it as an outlet because right? the world's a bit frustrating. So let's quickly go into some of these UN sustainable development goals. So I'll just read them. And, you know, at first glance, these sort of words, they might sound good. Um, But I'll just read them and I'll let people make their own judgment. So the 17 goals are number one, no poverty. Like you're not allowed? Number two, zero hunger. What what if I want a sandwich? Number three, good health and well-being. That sounds nice. Number four, quality education. Hmm. Number five, gender equality. But we're not the same. Clean, number six, clean water and sanitation. Oh, that sounds good. Number seven, affordable and clean energy. Hmm. Number eight, decent work and economic growth. I like good work. Number nine, industry, innovation, and infrastructure. Well, we need that. Number 10, reduced inequality. Hmm. Sounds good. Uh, sustain, number 11, sustainable cities. Oh, that sounds like a gender. Okay. Number 12, Responsible consumption and production. Mm, who's dictating what? Number I thirteen, say? climate action. Oh jeez. Number fourteen, life below water. What? Number fifteen, life on land. But we're on land. Number sixteen, peace, justice, and strong institutions. That sounds. Number good. seventeen, partnerships for these goals. Oh, good lord. So these are goals. I just read you a list. Those are their goals. Of goals. That's the yeah. United Nations. Like strategic sustainable development agenda. Those are their goals, not their agenda. Ostensibly, those goals were written by the top cream of the crop, right? Mm. Mm. So they sound, some of them sound kind of good, but you know, like look at number eight. Mm. It's the one about decent work. Yeah, I I like good work. You know, if I'm going to set a goal, why am I setting such a low goal? Decent work. Decent work. Decent work. Right? Why aren't we shooting for the goal of unlocking the total potential of the divine species? I would like to work to my potential. (laughs) Otherwise, I don't feel like I'm really contributing as much as I can. And I don't feel as fulfilled and rewarded by my work. And I'm not in flow. Yeah. Which means I'm not happy. The goals, to me, they, they made more questions than answers. Mm-hmm. And uh, we've got a special guest at the midpoint oh, yeah. of this episode oh, what a to, to go through and, and lead and lead us through, you know, the deeper, deeper dive oh, yeah. into, those, coming. Um, into those goals. So, you know, it's like, but like to me, I was just like, well, something seems off here. Like, I'm just, yeah. I don't get it. I It'll just don't. interesting. Yeah. But anyway, so it begs the question, well, what is the UN? What is the UN? What is the UN? Well, I know that they they have a military. They don't represent a population. Who do they represent? Well, I would say that it's in the name, the the nations. Right. They represent global leaders. And what is a nation? Well, I kind of, I've lost touch with what I'm a Canadian. Right, you're a Canadian. But what is Canada? I don't even know anymore. Canada's a corporation. Well, and I don't seem to work for it. Right? Canada's a corporation. So the UN is just a... A network of corporations. Oh. 
So who does it really serve? Well, it doesn't do much for me. It serves the corporations. Mm-hmm. So those are the goals of the corporations. Right, and who, who would their partners be? Exactly. Pfizer? Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the goals come from, and they seem to ser- like they seem to serve the corporate machine, mm-hmm. as far as I can tell. Yeah. Um, and then and then that it tells people that they have to fit into it. So all people have to fit into that. Right. Instead of saying, "Well, these people are this, and so the system will become that." It says, no, this is this, no, so this you this, become so that. you become that. Yeah, it, it's culturing the people instead of building on the traditions of the people. So let's, let's are we going to look at Eucadia? Yeah, I mean, we could take, we could take a little break. And, uh, okay, let's hear from this. We've got a special guest speaker who... From I the Not So Real Life Network. He's from the Not So Real Life, and we've agreed to have him on the... She showed up wearing the weirdest thing. Really the weirdest thing, yeah. We'll, we'll be right back. <laughs> I have to say, what we are very proud of now is the young generation like uh, Prime Minister Trudeau is that we penetrate the cabinets. I would know that half of this cabinet or even more half of, uh, half of this cabinet are what is important for our cabinets. Okay, well, after that, I just really want to hear about Eucadia now because we've got what is it how many objectives are there there there's 18 18 the last one there was 17 there's 17 goals god his outfit was so bad oh his outfit's bad okay. so and so they his had goals are even worse oh uh, <laughs> just I don't even know I mean like okay so yeah. so they had 17 Eucadia has 18 yeah 18 there's 18 development sectors okay those aren't goals those are development sectors they're development sectors well, this so, sounds better already yeah right so it's a, it's a sector of development for uh, the community to work in. Mm. And um, one thing we should do is drop down a level to discuss what the foundation is. And mm-hmm. so in the Eucadia model, the foundation works at the local level. Yes, and it only requires, currently, as we've said on previous episodes, mm-hmm. we have a trust. Yes. It's between two people. We're bringing in two more. Mm-hmm. So with four, yes. we have the constituents of a foundation. Of a foundation, right? Yes. And so what is the role of the foundation? Well, first, what is it? Or what's the role of it? The foundation mm-hmm. ex- will exist to serve members. Yes. The members aren't, if you don't fit, you walk. It's what's your tradition. Yeah. And in Eucadia, they refer to that as positive law. Positive which law. is something we will explain and go into great detail on mm, in this three-part exactly. miniseries. This is just supposed to be the introduction, but yeah. what does it get me excited? Totally. So just a brief kind of really super simple dive into the Eucadia. So Eucadia is a model, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Everything is a model, really. Yeah. Model Com- models come from concepts. Come from concepts. So yeah. it's open access. It's peer-to-peer system. It's real people. It's real people. Claiming their superior trust. And mm-hmm. we're going to talk about all this in subsequent it, like episodes. Right. This is just a teaser. Fascinating trust information. Um, so anyone can become a member. Mm-hmm. And anyone from that point can claim their state. They just have to do their homework. Right. And, and it's not just a model. It's... It's applicable to people's lives. Absolutely. So first and foremost, that foundation at the, you know, regional level. Or the local level. Or the local level. It exists to serve its members. And then... To serve the members. To serve the members. And if some if a, somebody wanted to become a member of the foundation, that's a service position. It is. Yes. Right? And so Absolutely. that's like a... It's, 
A, it's a privilege, but it's also an obligation. So to become a member of the foundation. Right. And, and we're we're talking about the real life network, not the not, not so real. Not the not so real life yeah, that's, I've, yeah, I've had enough of it. I mean, we have to spot it because it's happening. And it's but, funny. Well, I do get a chuckle. <laughs> okay. So let's go back into Eucadia. Yeah. So what's the point of becoming a member? A member. Well, a foundation. A foundation member. member. So to go to such extreme lengths, such as what I'm doing in my life and Cam, you're doing your life. Oh, yeah. Since 2011. Right? So the point of it is, the point of creating a foundation to serve members is to create a permanent manifestation of this model for the sacred deposits of trust, which is us, yes, you and we me, are... and our peers yes. right here on yeah. earth. Yeah. In for real. All people. Yeah. All people. There's nobody actually excluded from this model. Nope. So do we, do we have a little bit of a quote from Eucadia there? Um, yeah, I kind of went, just ran through it. So I, yeah, to help manifest a permanent presence of Eucadia for the sacred deposit of trust and to unlock our planet's potential. Oh, right. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. so if we unlock, by unlocking the potential of individuals in a collective, we unlock the potential of our planet. Really? Yeah. Yeah. And then we don't have to try to have life on the surface or on yeah. the... On the Life underwater? Life like, underwater. there's already life underwater. I'm just I so know. confused. I know. What, are they going to wipe it out and then, and then you get put to come it back? back? Yeah, it's I like, just don't it doesn't make any sense to me. So I'll just I read. mean, the great reset. If I reset my computer, I lose all my work. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. like, I'm just, okay, let's keep going. Yeah, let's let's reform it. Keep the traditions. Yes, let's keep the traditions. Take what works and move forward. Oh, I like traditions. I like it. So, anyways, I'll just read through them. And I like that there's 18. 18 is just for me a, a, it's a, a nice more appropriate number, number for this topic anyways so the very first one is member services and charitable systems not no poverty yeah members services and charitable systems right so instead of saying you you can't be poor yeah because like you said this this foundation and the whole thing is there to serve its members to serve its members yeah yeah so instead of saying no poverty it says member services and charitable systems i like it already Right. Uh, so number two is financial services and estate planning systems. Oh, well, that sounds helpful. That's useful. Yeah, Let's that's have useful. more people claiming their divine estate. Right. And that's a, that's a living <laughs> estate too, as it's not when you're dead and you have an estate. Yeah. We're not talking about, yeah, your But we'll get into that in the series. Um, vocational support skills and development systems. Oh. Well, that would be nice. That sounds supportive and developmental. Instead of me going to university and having to unlearn all the BS I was taught oh. there, could I just have some vocational support? In order to have practical skills in the world, you have to forget everything you were educated with. Absolutely. And that's part of their play. Okay, let's keep going. Number, number four, technology support and development systems. We then, then we have capital finance and asset management systems, and that's all part of the Eucadian finance system. Mm-hmm. Adam. Adam. Uh, then there's legal support and justice systems, because as... Uh, members of the Eucadian society, we're going to be interfacing and dealing with the system the, of the Great Reset. The not-so-real life. The not-so-real... It helps you to deal with the not-so-real life. We can go... And oh, just a quick note, too, and we will go into more detail on this, but the Eucadian courts have a higher jurisdiction than the highest courts in Canada. So mm. if you want to try to find an alternative to what's going on today, to the corruption anywhere, whether it's in the government or the judiciary, well, this is it. Right? Yeah. The next one, number seven, sustainable homes and community buildings systems. Well, the only thing that I can think of on that level is arcology, but 
I don't see that anywhere well, other than maybe Jacques Fresco and the Venus Project. The, okay, so it's not even listed mm-hmm. in any of those 17 goals. No, nothing it's Nothing not. about housing, nothing about habitation. Well, it sounds to me like they're going to reset. There won't be any people. So they need they need life in the ocean and life on land. <laughs> it's absurd. I, it sounds dangerous. Yeah. So at least we're talking about that here in UK. Yeah, number eight, facilities, management, and construction systems. Simple. That sounds... That's, we already we do already, that. This we, sounds very like right? based on tradition. Yeah. Market solutions and settlement systems. Well, it's good. Yes. Yeah. Media production and network communication systems. So a fascinating example of that is the Real Life Network. The Real Life Network.com. It is a media production and network communication system. Right. And why do we have... Why did we... You know, why did the Real Life Network pop up? Because it was the most pressing need in our community. It is a pressing need. And that's the thing. We don't need to go and give people more information. We need to say, look at this information here that we have. There is an alternative. Yeah. Think for yourself on it. Let's keep going. What else do we have here, Dan? Number nine, we have health support and well-being systems. So instead of saying our goal is good health and well-being, Mm -hmm. it's like, no, we're going to have systems for health support and well-being, whatever it is that we need. Right. Well, let your food be your medicine. You're not healthy. Who says? You're, you're a problem. Why? Because you're not healthy and well-being. What, what did I do? Did I? Okay, let's keep going. <laughs> <laughs> Ethical food and therapeutic systems. Oh, well, there you go. Let your food be your medicine. Let your food be your okay, medicine. Okay, very yeah. nice. Number 13, security and emergency systems. Well, that is a pressing need. And as we heard on our last episode from the not-so-real-life Bad McKinnon. Mm-hmm. Y- yeah, well, he tried to kill me. Yes. So anyway, let's keep going. Uh, number, what am I at here? Number 14, transport and logistics systems. And here you go. Transport and logistics Here's systems. Here's our con- convoy, to freedom convoy. Well, and right? look at the price of fuel, but that's another thing this too. A, it's a trick. It's a very fragile transportation we, system that we have. Well, and it's based on, I mean, we're not going to get rid of petrol, but we do have alternate energy sources. Mm-hmm. We'll get into that too. That we haven't unlocked. All we have to do is unlock them. We have to unlock them. There's lots. Uh, number... What is that? Number fifteen. Advanced mm. energy and infrastructure systems. So there. Oh, well, that's so what we're talking about. That's what we're just talking about. That's what I like about Eucadia. The more I read about it, the more you go. Well, what does that mean? And you get into the next sentence. Yeah, and, it and it's like it. explains it. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, the books the, are available too. Disease. The next one is disease prevention and sanitation systems. I don't hear the word disease vaccin- vaccinate everybody. It, no, they're talking I hear about preventative prevent medicine. Prevent disease. Yeah, and sanitation. And sanitize. Systems. 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 Of, right, not yeah. bottles of hand sanitizer. No, no. On thanks. every corner of oh, every, just, everything. Well, and what are everywhere. they going to do? Everybody's immune systems are going to be compromised right? because and, they're not getting exposed to anything. And people are going to start dying of the flu. What kind? It's it's That's not even a system. Like, that's just throwing hand sanitizer out everywhere and going, well, that's what we do now. Well, that's we, not a system. We know that the world today, they don't fix problems. They don't prevent problems. They're just Band-Aids on it's everything. It's Band-Aids, yeah. Yes. So anyways, the next one is environmental protection and preservation systems. Oh, well, that doesn't sound like a bad plan. We already have life on land. Let's preserve it and protect it. Well, we like have that. life in the ocean yeah. and underwater. Let's preserve it and protect it. Let's not nuke everything. <laughs> what are we doing? Yeah, what are they doing? Nuking I just, it and start over? Uh, yeah, I don't like this. No, the next, I like this. But the next that. one is ethical agriculture. Oh, yeah, ethical agriculture and organic systems. Well, that sounds like something I'd put in my yard. Yeah, it's based in tradition. And I'd put that in my body. Based in tradition. But really? It's what humans used not to do. Petri meat and 
stuff in your cookies <laughs> that grandma didn't bake through with. a tube while you sit in the metaverse on your VR system. Only ever wiggling your thumbs. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. So anyhow, okay. we uh, that's that's the list there. Well, it's and a pretty good list. Yeah, it's. I mean, that actually makes sense. It, that is based on tradition yeah. in my estimate. I'll but let that's folks decide for up themselves. To people to decide. <laughs> and the, like I said, the books are available. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Go to thereallifenetwork.com. Check out the new Renaissance. Check out the new Renaissance. It's orientation yep. on the first page. Yep. The new Renaissance. Uh, so anyhow, that's that's the development sectors. Mm-hmm. They're not goals. They're entire sectors. You know, what do you? What are we going to do? So we get to 2030 and they've achieved the goal of life on land. Well, like, it wasn't a very good goal because there already was life on land. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't make any sense. No, None of it makes any it's sense. It's absurd. Purely absurd. Purely absurd. So here we go. Frame it all up and tie it down. Great reset or the great reform? What do you think, Cam? <laughs> well, I'm, honestly, if we do a reset... I'm just not even going to say it on the air because there's a lot of profanity that comes out of my mouth when I start talking about this sort of thing. So I'm going to go with the Great Reformation. Great the Great Reform. Let's have a new renaissance. The new renaissance. We've had the, we've had the agricultural revolution. Yep. We've had technological revolutions. Mm-hmm. It's time for a cultural revolution. And no. not... Not... No. We don't want any more culture. End it. We don't Let it want... Go. That's the way that it's put to us. Oh, I right? see. Right? I'm talking what I learned in social studies. Right. That's the catchword stuff. Oh, we need a cultural revolution. We need a culture, Ew. right? And that's and what that's, happened in China. Yes. They did the cultural revolution. And those sorts of thinking, because anything in the not so real life, yeah. you touch on one part of it, you get into the whole Ooh, thing. It's, it's like the blob. God, it's like such a blob. It's just gross. So what we need though, is we need that, but in the real life, which, which is, is the reformation. great reformation. Yeah. Not the reset. Ugh. 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 So, okay. Anything. All I know is that I'm. I am certain that there is transformation. Like it's already happening. It always is happening. But what will it be? But what will it be? And, and what will it be for you? Because ultimately, it's an individual choice at this point. It is an individual choice. Absolutely. And we will be highlighting some of these systems, some of these options in our three-part series. We hope that you've enjoyed. Today's trailer, an introduction from the new renaissance mm-hmm. to you. And we hope that you join us if you're able to. Yeah, you can find us on the Real Life Network, obviously. Reallifenetwork.com. <laughs> this is another episode of Cameo Radio. Hopefully you guys check back often. Stay tuned for updates. All the like and subscribe below kind of stuff. But uh, really just sign up for the mailing list. Get our flyer. Mm-hmm. Hit the little contact button in the bottom right corner on thereallifenetwork.com and we'll get back to you. And if you're local, stay tuned for our event coming up. Today, another episode of The Unnatural of Things, brought to you by Not Real Life at All, but available only on the Real Life Network. We observe humans stuck in their fine domesticity, who care so much about their 401ks and the superannuity funds, 
Look at them all scrambling for everybody else's approval. And they're all dying. So very slowly dying. There's really nothing that we can do for them except to give them unconditional love on every front until they realize that there may in fact be something bigger in the universe. Bigger, they say, than sticks and stones and flesh and bones. But how could this possibly be? How quaint they are. Until finally they come out of their little hidey holes where they examine the larger universe around them. And they begin a migratory pattern which some refer to as a pilgrimage or a spiritual journey of self-discovery and reflection. Some of these people take it really far, like all the way to the cutting edge of the spear of humanity's evolution. And some of them only go as far as may feel comfortable, where some of them reject all of it as a simple philosophy that was come up by a bunch of quacks, and they stay behind in their little hidey holes. Some of these people do find the real life, and that's quite nice. Quite nice indeed. This has been another fascinating discovery of the not-so-real-life network. 